0: Silver, I've read the book of your show, and as your legal advisor, I'm writing to let you know that you're skating on very thin ice. And since you've asked my advice, let me warn you it can't be done. I know it's all in fun, but there is a state called Louisiana, and anyone can tell that both your acts are based on facts and they're gonna be sore as hell. You won't get away with it. They'll sue you and Riskin and Berlin, too, because there are laws. Laws that specifically say you can't write a book or a play based on characters living today, and that's what you've done. I know it's in fun, but for instance, the very first scene, the character you call the dean, you've changed the name, but just the same, they're going to know who you mean, and you won't get away with it. Oh, no, the minute you open, they'll close the show, and they'll sue. They'll sue you and Riskin and Berlin, too, and the cast will go to jail. Of that, I have no doubt. But speaking as your attorney, let me say that there is a way out. You can make the whole thing legal without changing a line in your book. It can still be Louisiana. You can call a crook a crook. But you must say it's based on fiction, and everything will be fine. Yours truly, Sam Leibowitz, of Rafferty, Driscoll, and O'Brien.
1: to have you know the characters portrayed in our musical charade have not been based on persons living or dead they've all been made up out of the author's head instead the things that we reveal never happen they're not real in spite of what you've heard or what you've read the politicians we investigate would come from Maine or Kansas or Montana so we laid our story in a state a mythical state we call louisiana within our simple plot you'll notice quite a lot of references to crooks who have monkeyed with their books and with those gentlemen we're not too gentle if they seem like men you've read about it's purely accidental the law says shows like this one can get by with one restriction it must be fiction Try to stay within the law That's why we laid the seas In New Orleans A city we've invented So that there would be no fuss If there is such a place It's certainly news to us Again, the same old world characters and so if an arrow seems to strike someone who's investigated if he looks to you just like someone to whom you're related don't go out and sue we don't mean you it's fiction so don't be temperamental if your son's a millionaire's don't start trembling in your Dental. so please bear this in mind. Our show is of the mythical kind. The book is mythical.
2: I'm Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theatre. Opening on Broadway at the Imperial Theatre, May 28, 1940, Louisiana Purchase, with music and lyrics by Irving Berlin and book by Maury Riskind, based on a story by B. G. De Silva, is one of those musicals of a moment that we rarely get a chance to experience these days. Set in New Orleans, the show slightly satirizes Louisiana Governor Huey Long and his control over Louisiana politics— The story concerns an honest U.S. senator who travels to Louisiana to investigate corruption in the Louisiana Purchase Company. The company's lawyers attempt to divert him via the attentions of two beautiful women, but the senator maintains his integrity and ends up marrying one of them. The Broadway production was a solid hit led by popular stars William Gaxton and Victor Moore, who were an unofficial team, having starred together in Broadway's Of The I Sing and its sequel, Let Him Eat Cake, as well as Anything Goes, Leave It To Me, Keep em Laughing, Hollywood Pinafore, and Nellie Bly, and also the film The Heat's On with Mae West. The Broadway production of Louisiana Purchase ran until June 14, 1941. On December 31, 1941, the Paramount Pictures film adaptation of Louisiana Purchase premiered in movie theaters, with actors Vera Zarina, Irene Bordoni, Charles Latour, and Victor Moore all repeating their stage performances on film. William Gaxton was replaced in the movie version by the then-hugely-popular Paramount star and Broadway musical veteran Bob Hope. Radio's Screen Guild Theater presented popular films in radio adaptations, frequently featuring the original stars of the movie recreating their performances live on the air. In the case of Louisiana Purchase, Bob Hope was unavailable, so, in the producers' wisdom, and as our good luck would have it, they engaged William Gaxton to substitute for Bob Hope and recreate his Broadway performance for the radio audience. As there was no original cast album of Louisiana Purchase, this is a rare opportunity for us to experience Gaxton and more together in this show. Unfortunately, the radio broadcast excised much of Irving Berlin's musical content, so as with our opening, we will pepper in songs from the 1996 Carnegie Hall concert recording throughout. Here now on the February 22nd, 1943 episode of Screen Guild Theatre are the stars, Victor Moore and William Gaxton with Annabella in Louisiana Purchase.
3: Represents the Screen Guild Players. The Screen Guild play tonight, Louisiana Purchase. The starring players. This
4: is Victor Moore.
5: This is Annabella.
4: This is William Gaxton.
3: Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in their streamlined radio version of Paramount Pictures, Louisiana Purchase, starring Victor Moore as Senator Oliver P. Loganberry, Annabella as Marina Von Minden, and William Gaxton as Jim Taylor. The story we're about to tell might make some people mad as well we simply couldn't say it on the air unless it's clearly understood our characters both bad and good are fictional as is the whole affair we hope that none of this is misconstrued our author is averse to being sued in new orleans louisiana a senator from indiana or possibly connecticut or maine got off the train Loganberry, Oliver P went down from Washington, D.C., and prison terms for crooks were on his brain. That's very plain.
6: I'll hang that gang from every tree and steeple because they're stealing money from the people.
3: But Loganberry doesn't know that gang of crooks who got the dough have tricked Jim Taylor so he makes the rent.
4: They set a trend. It's true, although the senator has blamed me, the Louisiana purchasing company framed me. Through his power of attorney,
3: while our Jim was on a journey, the crooks made Jim the company's president
4: without consent. I'd hate to spend my future in a prison, and every guy must save himself and his To save himself
3: from standing trial and winding up endurance vile, Jim had to cut the senator to his size by a compromise. So Jimmy hired a girl, Marina. She's an Austrian, sirena, Just to compromise poor Loganberry, although he's wary.
5: I wouldn't, but my mother needs the money. And besides, I think Jim Taylor is a honey.
3: Well, that's the background of this tale. Jim Taylor's sure to go to jail. If Loganberry isn't compromised and publicized, and as the curtain's rising, Loganberry's compromising with Marina.
6: A private room for dining is the cena. You, look at my watch, Miss von Menden. It's twenty after eight.
5: Oh, isn't that so late, Senator Loganberry?
6: Late, why? By that time, I'm usually in bed with half my sheep counted. <laughs> Say, are you sure Jim Taylor is going to meet me here?
5: Oh, but certainly, Senator
6: Luggenberry. Uh, Pardon me. What sort of an accent is that you have?
5: Oh, that's Viennese. What sort of an accent is that you have?
6: Oh, that's not an accent. That's just how a guy talks when he runs out of blood. (laughs) Do you uh, live here with your family?
5: No. My mother is still in Austria. I can't get her over yet. Why not? Those good-for-nothing immigration laws keep her out.
6: <laughs> immigration laws? I wrote them.
5: You wrote them? Well, then maybe you could get her over here.
6: Oh, sure, I could. Just like that. Oh. I'll send a wire tonight. And she can come over as a visitor under my protection. How's that?
5: Oh, Senator Loganbury. I can never thank you enough. I must kiss you. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. Now a 4F knows what a 1A feels like.
1: Oh, everything is ready, Jimmy. Marina and Senator Loganberry are waiting for you in the special dining room.
4: Is Marina making any progress with the Senator, Madame Bordelais?
5: Well, when I peeked in there a minute ago, she was kissing him. Uh, who are these men with you, Jimmy?
4: Oh, these, uh, these fellas, they're some fellows who frame you, they Connected with the Louisiana Purchasing Company. Now, uh, now, listen, you guys understand everything? Why not? Simple enough. We pretend we're waiters until we get Loganberry stiff. And we take pictures of this marina girl sitting on the senatorial lap. Right. Now, you and the colonel stay out here and load the cameras while I go in and load the senator. And don't forget, my name is Jocks. So don't call me Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Now, Jocks, now listen. Now, get out of sight and stay there until I come back. And keep quiet. They're right in the next room.
6: Come
4: in. Senator Longberry? Yeah? I have the honor to present myself. I am Madame Portolais' a head
6: waiter. I am a Jacques.
4: Hi, Jacques. Uh, while you're waiting for Mr. Taylor, wouldn't you and the young lady like something for to drink, Senator?
6: Well, I guess I couldn't use a drink. I only drink hot water. Uh, will you have
5: some, Marina? Hot water? Yeah. No, thanks. I just had my bath.
6: Well, this hot water isn't. For bathing, it's for drinking.
5: No, thanks. I do not like
6: it. Well, uh, could I offer you something else? Some cold water, maybe.
5: <laughs> is it what you like to drink, water?
6: Well, what I really like is 7-Up, but I can't drink it. Those darn bubbles keep knocking me down. <laughs> okay, Senator, I bring you some very
4: special hot water and the cold water for the lady. You guys got that hot gin ready yet? Certainly, my boy. And very good, too. Now, did you load it with lemons so we can't taste the gin? You know, the senator teetotaler, you know. Yes. Even Junior couldn't taste the gin, and he hasn't tasted anything else in 12 years. Now, give me the bowl, all right? And follow me in. Bring your cameras, and as soon as I fill the senator, you can start snapping the pictures. Ah. Here's the glass of water, senator.
6: <laughs> it smells strange. What is it?
4: This is a pure Mississippi river water.
6: Hmm. It tastes different than the hot water I had in here yesterday. It don't seem very hot in the glass, but it still it burns going down.
4: Yes, that is the vitamin content, Senator. It has the vitamins S-O-U-S-N-E. Hmm. Yesterday we had only the Missouri River water, but of course the Missouri water is much weaker than the
6: Mississippi. But if you prefer the Missouri. No, I'm beginning to like this stuff. (laughs) Boy, this must be really Mississippi water, All all right, all right. Why don't you think so, Senator? I've only had a pint, and already I feel like building a levee in the bathtub. <laughs> uh, all right. You have some more, Senator. Oh, thanks. Uh, are you sure you wouldn't care for some of this hot water, Marina? This is real Mississippi water. <clears throat> I must have swallowed a minnow. <laughs> Come on, take some, Marina.
5: Well, for
6: Yes, sit You take
5: some.
6: Thank you, Senator Luganbury. Oh, That's all right, my dear. Give me another glass of that Mississippi river, Jax. Boy, oh boy, I'd like to sit here all day just making the tide go out. <laughs> all right, here you are, Senator. Thanks, Jax. Uh, yes,
4: Jimmy? We got Logan very loaded now. Get on his lap and start kissing him so the boys can get the pictures.
5: I don't like to do this, Jimmy. The senator's such a sweet man. Say, what are you two
6: whispering about?
5: What? Oh, I was just telling Jax what a sweet man you are to get my mother into the country.
6: Oh, that's all right, Mm Armand.
5: I I wonder if I might kiss you again, Senator.
6: Well, certainly. I like doing things for people, particularly things like that. (laughs) This is
4: going to be a great help to us. Get your cameras ready, boys. We're ready.
5: Now, if you let me sit on your lap, Senator. I poker up your lips.
6: Gee, that one kiss made me. Twenty years younger.
5: One kiss made you twenty years younger? Then I will kiss you again. And again. And... Well, Senator, don't just sit there. Say something. I want my mommy. (laughs) Oh, Jimmy, I feel so badly about those pictures we took of poor Senator Loganberry last night. But I like kissing him.
4: Well, he won't be around long enough for you to get used to it.
5: He's leaving? Yes,
4: yeah, just as soon as he sees the pictures. Ixnayak and Crane. now here he comes now, quiet, here we comes. Well, how are you there, Senator? Uh, my head doesn't feel so
6: good, Mr. Taylor. You
4: mean it feels a little big, huh?
6: Well, this is the first morning I ever had to aim it to get it to a door.
5: Oh, Oliver, I'm so sorry.
6: Uh, thank you, my dear. Say, Taylor, why didn't you meet me last night?
4: Oh, I was there. You
6: were? I don't remember seeing you.
4: Well, you probably don't remember a lot of things that happened last night. You
5: were not yourself, Senator.
4: I wasn't? Hmm.
6: I wonder who I could have been.
4: <laughs> well, just uh, so you'd know, I took a few pictures, Senator, just for identification. Now, take a look at this.
6: That looks like a drunk. Well, oh, wait a minute. It looks like me.
4: That's yeah, either you or a reasonably plastic facsimile.
6: But I was never drunk. I never had anything to do with liquor my whole life. Well, then how did the girl get on your lap? Listen, with my lap, you can sit down anywhere in the room and you're on it. <laughs> so all I had last night was some Mississippi river water. I got a witness. Well, I'll take this picture and
4: give you three witnesses and six points.
6: But your own secretary, came. that girl in the picture, sitting on my lap. And Marina, that's you.
5: Oh, I'm sorry, Senator Luckenberry. Oh, I begin
6: to get it. It was all a frame-up. Marina was in on it.
4: Well, we're willing to leave that to the American people. You mean
6: you're going to print this picture?
4: Well, I thought if you'd call off the investigation, uh, I could forget about this picture. You know, there's a train pulling out at midnight. What do you say, Senator?
6: Well, how do you like that? Yesterday, I had some of that Mississippi River water. Today, my name is mud. (laughs) You're a pretty smart fellow, Mr. Taylor. No hard feelings, Senator? You're not mad? No, I never get mad at anything that happens in politics. I can't afford to. I'm a Republican.
5: (laughs) Wait a minute, Oliver. You have nothing to worry about. There is nothing wrong about that picture.
6: What do you mean, nothing wrong? It'll ruin Mm -hmm. me financially. It'll ruin me politically. Besides, they took me with my awful left profile showing.
5: But, Oliver...
6: Anyway, Marina, you'll get your mother into the country.
5: You're still going to bring her over? No,
6: I wouldn't stop it now. That'd be pretty cheap revenge, wouldn't it?
5: Oh, no wonder I love you. What? The senator and I made an engagement last night. And this picture shows us celebrating before the marriage. Ah. You know I proposed, Oliver, and you accepted.
4: Marina, are you double-crossing me?
5: I'm double-crossing nobody. Can I help it if I fell in love?
4: You fell in love with a 60-year-old
6: foof? I am not a foof!
4: (laughs) I know it, I was being polite. Marina, you fell in love with a 60-year-old foof when I was around, a 30-year-old foof?
5: I'm sorry, Jimmy.
6: If we're engaged, this is blackmail, Taylor. Now, wait a minute, Senator. Couldn't you think this over and forget about this uh... Taylor, I can get you an extra 20 years for even suggesting it. <laughs>
3: So the curtain falls on the first act of Louisiana Purchase, starring Victor Moore, Annabella, and William Gaxton. Before we begin our second act, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther.
7: There's a famous doctor in New York, a psychiatrist, who says that lipstick is like laughter, and face powder is like a tonic for the mind. He says that as a woman stands before her mirror applying cosmetics, and as she sees herself becoming more attractive, a change... Actually, a chemical change takes place in her. Seeing herself look better makes her feel better. And so concludes this doctor who's made a life study of the human mind. Using powder and makeup is good for a woman. Good for her in more ways than one. Now, if that's true of ordinary powder, it's especially true of lady Esther face powder. Surveys show that more women use lady Esther face powder than any other kind because, they say... It's the most flattering powder they've ever used. But flattery is such a difficult word to explain. It's something you must see for yourself. Yes, you must see with your own eyes how Lady Esther face powder hides little lines and blemishes, actually covers up those tiny lines, and makes your skin look so much smoother and fresher. You see, my powder is blown by twin hurricanes. Each particle of powder and color blown at tremendous speed until it becomes finer and smoother than powder ever was before, until every tiny particle of color is merged with the powder in perfect blending, and the shades are the loveliest, the most exciting you've ever seen. So if you want to see a real change in your appearance as you stand before your mirror, if you want to get a new lift out of the way you look, just try Lady Esther face powder. You'll see why so many women call it the most flattering powder they've ever used. Hi, this is Porchlight Music Theater's marketing associate, Lobo Tate. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today at porchlightmusictheater.org.
4: We appreciate your consideration and we hope you enjoy the show.
8: Louisiana Purchase I'll tell you what it means It means I'd like to sell you New Orleans Come on, come on And you all can go to town Way down in New Orleans Louisiana salesman with nothing in his jeans. That's why I'd like to sell you New Orleans. Come on, come on and do all the things there are to do in New Orleans. Where does that heat come from? That rhythmic beat come from? And that red meat come from New Orleans. Louisiana I told you what it means So won't you let me sell you New Orleans Come on, come on And you all can go to town Way down in New Orleans Louisiana Purchase I'll tell you what it means means I'd like to sell you New Orleans. Come on! on. You all can go to town way down in New New Orleans. Orleans.
1: Louisiana salesman
8: with nothing in his jeans. That's why I'd like to sell you New Orleans. Come on, come on! And do all the things there are to do in New Orleans.
1: Orleans. Where does that heat come from? That rhythmic beat come from And that red meat come from New Orleans
8: Louisiana Louisiana, purchase. Louisiana I told you what it means Louisiana So won't you let me sell you New Orleans Come on, come on And you all can go to town way down in, in New Orleans, Orleans.
1: salesman with nothing in his jeans That's why i like to sell you New Orleans Come on, come on, and do all the things there are to do in New Orleans
8: Where does that heat come from? Ooh, that rhythmic beat come from? That beat and, and that red meat, meat come from New Orleans Louisiana Purchase, oh, Louisiana. I told Louisiana,
1: so won't you let me sell
8: you New Orleans? Come on, come on, and you all can go to town way down in New Orleans, New Orleans.
3: And now the curtain is about to rise on the second act of Louisiana Purchase, starring Victor Moore as Senator Oliver P. Loganberry. Annabella as Marina von Minden, and William Gaxton as Jim Taylor.
4: Madame Bordelay! Madame
5: Bordelay!
4: Madame Bordelay. Who is it? Madame Bordelay. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Who is it? (laughs) Who is it? It's me, Jimmy.
5: I know what you want to say. I'm a dirty double-crosser and no good. But it's all true, and I do not want to hear it. Goodbye.
4: Oh, hello. That isn't what I want to say. No? No, Madame Baudelaire told me all about your mother.
5: Are you forgiving me?
4: I forgiving you. Please, believing me.
5: But you will go to jail. And just because I couldn't stand seeing Senator Logan being framed, even by you.
4: Oh, well, what's 15 or 20 years, as long as I know you'll be waiting for me when I get out, you'll run up to me, take me in your arms, and kiss me like this.
5: Oh, but you must not do this. It is not fair to either of us.
4: Don't you like it?
5: Mm, I love it. But I don't want to get used to it if I got to marry the senator.
4: (laughs) If you marry the senator, you'll get kissed on the forehead, like this.
5: Mm.
4: I don't say that's bad, but if you marry me, this is what you'll get. (sighs) Think it over, honey. I'll check with you later. Right now, I've got to get over to Senator's room and see Madame Bordelais.
5: Madame Bordelais in Senator Logansbury's hotel room? Is it another frame-up, Jimmy? Well, could be, baby. Could be.
4: Well, Senator Logansbury, it looks pretty bad for you.
6: I didn't do anything, Mr. Taylor. I did absolutely nothing. This time, I didn't even drink Mississippi River water when I was doing it. Yet you admit Madame Bordelais
4: was found here by the House detective. You know there's a federal law covering that.
6: No, I, I helped pass it.
4: <laughs> now, look, Senator, let's say our card's on the table. After all, as a state representative, I can pull wires and straighten out this whole scandal.
6: There's no scandal.
4: Don't worry, there will be, unless you forget your investigation.
6: Oh, I get it. This is another one of your frame-ups.
4: Yes, Senator.
6: Well, Mr. Taylor, just remember, you can fool all of the people some of the time. You can fool some of the people all of the time. Uh, But me, I'm always a sucker. (laughs) And you give up? Certainly not. This time your trick won't work because I'm going to marry Madame Bordelais and a wife can't testify against her husband. What? You can't do this to me. Can't I? I never passed the law prohibiting marriage. <laughs>
4: Madame Baudelaire, where are you?
5: Oh, Jimmy. Oh, I'm so happy to see you, Jimmy.
4: Marina, where's Madame Baudelaire's?
5: She and the senator have left on their honeymoon, Jimmy. They are going to Baton Rouge. And now we can...
4: Baton Rouge? Then he's going through with his investigation and I'm going to Leavenworth.
5: Now that he's gone, Jimmy, you can make marriage with me. We can be so happy forever and ever.
4: Oh, sure, sure, sure.
5: You don't seem very happy and delighted, Jimmy.
4: Oh, I'm happy and delighted, all right. I wonder if we'd be able to see Niagara Falls from Leavenworth.
5: I don't care about Niagara Falls. We'll go where you want to go. If you like Leavenworth better, we spend our honeymoon in Leavenworth.
4: I don't know. I kind of hate to go to jail on a honeymoon. You know, there's no, no privacy.
5: But, Jimmy, you won't ever have to go to jail.
4: You mean I got a 4F from the parole board?
5: I just got a beautiful idea, Jimmy. We have to go to the state capitol right away. Then you are going to do what I saw Jimmy Stewart do in a moving picture. What do you mean? When Senator Loganberry tries to bring these charges against you at the state capitol, you will get up and filibuster. Filibuster,
4: filibuster. <laughs> <Cluster-buster? laughs> oh, you mean filibuster?
5: You know, talk a lot. Oh, ho, ho. you spill a mean mouthful yourself, baby. You just keep talking until Senator Loganberry has to leave. He can't stay very long because he has to get back to his own state to run for re-election. He told me so when we were engaged. Then,
4: throw yourself into some traveling clothes, baby. We're on our way to Baton Rouge. Uh,
6: hello, Mr. Taylor. Hello, Senator. I hardly expected to see you here in the State House without a couple of deputies dragging you along on your subpoena. <laughs> I uh, I think I've got an ace in the hole. Well, it better be a big ace because it's an awful
4: big hole. <laughs> well, you won't know how big that hole really is, Senator, until you fall into it.
6: Well, no matter who wins, Mr. Taylor, I still want to thank you for everything you did for me. After all, without you, I never would have been married. And <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, the House, please come to order. Next on our agenda, gentlemen, are certain charges brought against the Louisiana Purchasing Company and members of the local government. Charges brought by Senator Oliver P. Loganberry.
6: Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, the Mr. chair Mr. recognizes
4: Mr. the gentleman from New Orleans.
6: But Mr. Speaker, I raised my hand before he did. Besides, I'm bringing the charges. Don't worry, Senator. This filibuster won't
4: last forever. Did you say filibuster? That's right, Senator. I'm going to be talking from now on, gentlemen. I want to start this auspicious occasion by reading a few thousand words on the glories of the South, Gone with the Wind by Margaret Mitchell, page, page one,
1: start chapter second one. Second day of filibuster by finishing Gone with the Wind. Start some Sears robot catalog. Have you ever
4: stopped to think of what the mail order catalogs have meant to this nation, gentlemen? They've brought light, learning, and lingerie to every village and farm in America. These books taught America the difference between a front lacer and a back lacer. <laughs> Here, for instance, on page 199 is a splendid front lacer for $2.95. Priest, trunk, rayon, lace around the edges and no way stretch. Gorgeously this styled. This is your news reporter,
3: Truman Bradley. Bradley. Jim Taylor's filibuster has been going on now for three days. He has read through the entire Sears Roebuck catalog, a world almanac, and is now working on the settlement cookbook.
4: Girl, you take three eggs and separate the whites from the yolks. Or, if you wish, separate the yolks from the whites. <laughs> then, then take a tomato. Ask if she's got a friend. I mean, I mean... <laughs> then t- take a tomato.
1: Telegram for Senator Loganberry. Telegram for Senator Loganberry.
4: Right here, son. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, what's, what's wrong, Senator? Did someone repeal a
6: law on you? According to this wire, Mr. Taylor, the FBI has apprehended your former partners. They've admitted that you were the innocent victim of a frame-up. Now, you aren't by any chance trying to make me the innocent victim of another frame-up, are you, Senator? Not at all. I'm going to turn over all the evidence I've gathered and let your state legislature prosecute those crooks. Well, that's mighty white of you, Senator. No hard feelings about this filibuster? No, but if you'll pardon me, i better get started back home or I might lose my senatorial seat. Well,
5: happy landings,
6: and you're certainly built for it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jimmy. My Jimmy, I heard. Isn't it wonderful? I knew it would work out for you, just like for Jimmy's tour Yeah,
4: but as soon as we get married, I think I'd better get out of politics and go back to working for a living, Marina.
5: I do not mind politics, Jimmy. Besides, we will be safe when we raise a little Marina and a little Jimmy. That will be one for the Democrats and one for the Republicans.
6: Oh, well, uh, what happens in case there's a third party? Mrs. Loganberry and I are conducting that investigation. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Victor Moore, Annabella, and William Gaxton for your splendid performances in Paramount's Louisiana Purchase.
5: Thank you, Mr. Bradley. It was fun to appear with Mr. Moore and Mr. Gaxton in Louisiana Purchase. It is always a pleasure to appear with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players knowing that the benefits go to the Motion Picture Relief Fund, a charity in which we are all vitally interested. Now, I would like you to listen to a word from one of our best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank
7: you, Annabella. You know, the method I use to make Lady Esther face powder is so different from ordinary methods that the government has granted an exclusive patent on it. Most powder is just mixed and sifted. But with Lady Esther face powder, that's only the first step. I call my powder raw at that point, and I put it through a second blending, my patented twin hurricane blending. Now that's when the miracles start to happen. After those twin hurricanes get through with Lady Esther face powder, it's no longer just mere powder particles, but a smooth, flattering film of beauty on your skin. It's a new texture powder, and the very first time you try it, you'll see how it helps hide little lines and blemishes, how it makes your skin look fresher and often years younger. And be sure to notice this, too. Notice that the shades of Lady Esther face powder have a richness and warmth you just don't find in ordinary powder shades. That's because the color is blown in, not just mixed in. You just have no idea how many compliments you'll get on your skin the very first time you change from ordinary powder to flattering Lady Esther face powder.
3: Now, Victor Moore has a word for you.
6: Next week, Lady Esther will present one of the most beautiful and heartwarming stories that has come out of this war. This, above all. And it stars Virginia Bruce and Herbert Marshall.
3: Next week, then, Lady Esther will present Herbert Marshall and Virginia Bruce in This Above All. Be sure to listen. Annabella will soon be seen in the 20th Century Fox picture, Tonight We Raid Calais. Victor Moore can now be seen in the Paramount All Star production, Star Spangled Rhythm. William Gaxton is currently working in the Metro Goldwyn Mayer production, Best Foot Forward. Music on tonight's show was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Our radio adaptation was by Bill Hampton. The Screen Guild players are presented every Monday night at this time by Lady Esther. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night. Broadcasting system.
2: While William Gaxton was passed over for the film adaptation of Louisiana Purchase, he did get to immortalize his Broadway performance in Cole Porter's Fifty Million Frenchmen in that show's 1931 movie version. On radio, Gaxton starred in Broadway Showtime, a 30-minute musical drama that ran on CBS from December 27, 1943 to June 26, 1944. Victor Moore, with Broadway and film co-star Irene Bordoni, would also repeat their Louisiana Purchase performances on TV's Musical Comedy Time in 1951. He was a hugely popular guest on numerous radio shows and was a regular, as himself, on The Jimmy Durante Show. Paris-born actress Annabella, who co-starred in today's broadcast, established herself as one of France's most popular cinema stars. Under contract to 20th Century Fox, she traveled to America and appeared in the film Suez in 1938 with Loretta Young and Tyrone Power. Her off-screen romance with Power was widely reported by film magazines of the day. Daryl F. Zanuck, movie mogul at 20th Century Fox, did not want his matinee idol married. He offered Annabella a multi-movie deal that would take her overseas. She refused to leave Power, and on completion of Suez, she returned to France to obtain a divorce from her then-husband, Jean Marat. Power and she married on April 23,
9: 1939. Ah, love... Love is beautiful. Love is swell. Love is as sweet as a nut. Love is grander than tongue can tell. Love is remarkable, but... Look at what it did to Romeo. It dealt poor Romeo an awful blow. If love could do that to Romeo, What chance have I with love? Look at what it did to Anthony. It made a mark out of Anthony. If love could do that to Anthony, what chance have I with love? Look what it did to Samson. Till he lost his hair, he was brave. If a haircut could weaken Samson, they could murder me with a shave. Louis, number 15, King of France, they say he suffered with each romance. If love kicked him in the royal pants, what chance have I, an ordinary guy? What chance have I with? Look what it did to Adam From that bite he could not escape If an apple could finish Adam They could knock me off with a grape Miss Lucretia Borgia, deep in sin She'd poison her lovers when they dropped in If they wound up with a Mickey Finn What chance have I, an ordinary guy? What chance have I with love? Look what love did for Reno. It put Reno on the map. When a woman goes to Reno, it's because a man is a sap. Tommy Manville's love is not returned sells asbestos and he has learned that with asbestos he still gets burned. What chance have I an ordinary guy? What chance have I the by?
2: Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber.